Ladies and gentlemen, my darling's distractions. Life uh, finds a way. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my darling's distractions. My name is Luke, and I'm joined, as always, by my lovely wife, Deb. Hi, everyone. Hi, Luke. Hi. Hey, I just wanted to start off by reminding everybody, we don't always say what this show is about. So just in case you are new to the show, this is called My Darling's Distractions. It is a podcast where we talk to our darling Mm -hmm. about something that may distract them, and we may even quiz them on it. I don't know. We usually do. We usually do. So we are coming to you tonight. Deb, I wanted to talk a little bit with you first mm-hmm. about the fact of how are you feeling right now? Oh, how am I feeling? That is such a considerate question, Luke. Thank right. you very much. It's something that I, that's just, I'm a considerate guy and I just yeah. do considerate things. Yeah, such a considerate question. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I am feeling... Uh, a little sore. I got my second COVID mm. shot yesterday. Right. But, you know, it's almost like as the day went on today. So I got the shot yesterday at about 1130. And uh, it's now, you know, the following day. It's been 36 hours, something mm. like okay. that. Yeah. And my arm is a little less sore. Mm-hmm. I can hold it above my head. Mm-hmm. Like, reach to the sky, I can do that now, and it's not so bad. Like, mm-hmm. So I definitely felt the worst of it in my arm, but um, it's almost like you could feel the serum or whatever mm-hmm. it is like kind of spreading across your back mm-hmm. during the day yesterday. Have you ever had that before? No. It's like creepy fingers no. crawling across your back to your other arm. Do you what? think it was just in my imagination? It may have been, that may have been a... <laughs> May have been a bug in the ear type uh, type of <laughs> oh, imagination. No. Deb's bug in the ear issue. Mm-hmm. No, I really did. Like at least the pain, the sensation, okay. yeah, uh, like across my back, and um, got really cold last night. Mm-hmm. Um, I figured you. Did you ever take your temperature? Did you ever get a low grade fever? I never took my okay. temp, but I've definitely felt like I did feverish. You, yeah, the way you talked last night, you're like, oh, I just have to take a bath. I'm so cold. Yeah, and- I was cold. I didn't. I didn't rest well. Last night, and then this morning could barely um, just pull myself out of bed. Mm. Not because I was in pain, but I was I was tired. tired yeah, and uh, was it was a hard morning. Mm-hmm. But, but as the as the day went on, you know, I, I got tired because I had been working all day. But mm-hmm. really, the pain in my body wasn't as okay. bad. That's good. Yeah, it's so, getting better. So you are on the other side of being COVID vaccinated. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. And so the talk is, a lot of the teachers at school felt that way. Mm-hmm. And the talk is, ah, do we have to do this again next year? Or, oh, right. You know, like, is it going to be a perpetual? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are they going to require that? It's too sure. soon to say. Too soon to say. Mm-hmm. But now, you know, there is that one shot. At least there's the one shot uh, dosage now. I think Johnson & Johnson. Yes. Is that right? Johnson & Johnson Yeah, I think released. they do. Anyway. Uh-huh. Anyway, so we are glad to hear, Deb, that you are currently vaccinated. Yeah. So that's great. Me too. I'm happy to have that. And it's your turn. Yeah, that's right. Who knows? I am I am very bottom of the barrel. It will be yeah. uh, when they come out and they say like, all right, anybody else? <laughs> like <laughs> when, when the person holding the syringe walks out of the clinic and just shrugs and says, anybody else? Yeah. That then... will be when it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm know. very bottom of the barrel. We've heard nothing about when it might be your turn. No, But yeah. that's expected. Yeah. Yep. I'm just, I'm just part of the community whenever they open it up to... I don't know, 30-somethings in the community. Mm -hmm. It will be my turn. Yeah. 
So that'll be the day. That will be the day. Okay, well, Deb, you have no idea what we're going to be talking no about. I have no idea. Yeah, I've, I've, I've completely blindsided you. You are in a drug-addled state with the <laughs> your vaccine coursing through your body. Maybe this is the perfect state the for perfect, podcasting. That's right. Is this real life? <laughs> um, so uh, I wanted to talk about tonight's topic specifically because of what time of year it is. Deb, Ooh. what is special about this time of year to you? What are well, some of the things that are special? A few things. Okay. It's awards season. Mm. Um, also, I was reminded, this is not important to me, but um, baseball starting. Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, <laughs> I, <laughs> also, the Iditarod is starting mm-hmm. next week. I'm really excited about that. Yes. Deb, can I tell you that tonight's topic is... The Iditarod. Yes. Awesome. I get so excited. Deb, I can tell you I've never had a topic on the show that I've been so out of my depth on as okay. I've prepared for this. Really? Yes. So... I even wrote you a like a Facebook message about like a bunch of details to get you, you prepared. What? I sure did. Oh boy. Yeah, it was you didn't read it. Are you talking about the one it was like a message thread between friends? Yeah. Oh yeah, I read that one. Okay. But yes, yeah. So <laughs> I will say I am that's how prepared I am. Oh, okay. I, I, have, I have that much information in, in my brain. Okay. Um but yeah, Deb, I would like to know. Yeah. What is the Iditarod? Well, I just did a little bit of reading on this today with my third graders. The Iditarod is a, well, they call it the last great race. Mm. Mm -hmm. It is a dog sled mushing competition. It's a trek across the great state of Alaska, the last frontier. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and they do it to commemorate the 1925 Great Theorem Run. From mm-hmm. Anchorage to Nome, because mm-hmm. there was in Nome there was an outbreak of diphtheria, and Dipth- no, theria? actually it's diphtheria. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's, it's D-I-P-H. Not- oh, I thought it was D-I-P-T-H. Dipth. No, not. okay. I, yeah, I looked at it a bunch today. D-I-P-H. <laughs> okay. T-H. Dip. Dif- diphtheria. Diphtheria. Uh-huh. Got it. And the kids were dying, so they. <laughs> <laughs> They couldn't get the serum. Uh, they put it on a train, and then the train got stopped. There was so much snow. It couldn't mm, get through. Okay, okay. And they're like, the only way to do this is just to take a bunch of, like, to do a relay race with dog Mushers, yeah. Mushers. And so, you know, that's where we get the famous the story of Balto mm, and Togo okay. and Gunner, who was there. I, I say I say Gunner. That's the name of their musher. Oh, yeah. Um, It's spelled Gunner. But I say Gunner because I just think... <laughs> That's because, probably how you pronounce it. Right, because nobody names their kid Gunner. I mean, it happens. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You're probably right. I say Gunner. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so it's to commemorate that race. But that was in 1925. And fine, like 50 years later, this man, I don't know, should I give you the history? 
Uh, I mean, or is yeah, this part yeah. of the quiz? Oh, yeah. Give me a brief history. So there then. was this man. His name was Joe Rennington Sr. And he, it was 1973. And he was like, nobody mushes anymore. We need mm. to keep this alive. Okay. Um, so he came up with this idea of the Iditarod race. And it was going to follow the Iditarod Trail, which was an old postal trail mm. that mm. they would use to get mail from place to place. Mm-hmm. So they were going to use this trail, which was also from Anchorage to Nome. And uh, it would be a race. Hmm. So it would cost money to enter. And the first year, you know, the person finished in like 20 days or something (laughs) like that. Um, The slowest time ever was in 1974, 20 days, something, something hours. Um, And then now they finish like the fastest time ever was eight hours or eight eight days, days. eight days, something hours. Which is well because it's it's how many miles? Um, most years it's just under a thousand. Mm-hmm. So most years it's like 900 right. something. And then depending on which trail you take, it's mm-hmm. a little less some years. Right. But this year's a little different. Should I tell you this part too? Yeah, sure. I never know what you're going to quiz over. Oh yeah. This year's a little Deb, different. Let me, uh, let me, <laughs> let me alleviate all of your fears okay. in that, uh, the quiz I have planned for us tonight um, maybe is Iditarod adjacent. Okay. I don't think there's oh, any facts right. that you will share really? that you will spoil any. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, then I'll just spout out everything yes. I know about the Iditarod right mm, now. Mm. Oh, <laughs> looking forward to <laughs> yeah, it. That's right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Luke, you're like, mm-hmm, please don't. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Um, you were talking about the length of the oh, race. Oh, this year it's different because of COVID. Mm. They're only doing half of the trail. Oh. So they're starting, they're like kind of starting in Anchorage, but then doing like a real start. They always do the real start right. somewhere else, but this year is even more different. Willow? They're, they do the real start in Willow or something yeah, like that? Yeah, but this year it's not. It's mm. like very close to it. And they're only racing to this, to this, uh, not the halfway point, but it's Ofer. It's mm. one of the checkpoints. And in Ofer is where they usually split off to go either north or mm-hmm. south, depending, depending on the on year. Which, yep, yep. But now, instead of going north or south, they're just totally cutting out that second huh. part of the race. And they're turning around. They're doing like a loop around mm. Ofer. And they're just heading right back so, towards Anchorage. So will they? do you think if records are set this year, will it count towards well, like fastest race ever or? the kids and i were talking about that today because the race is the shortest it's ever been right it's like 852 oh, miles yeah. you think they have to there's probably so it's probably one of those things that they will if somebody gets some sort of a record this year yeah they will probably every time they mention like a record they'll be like uh yeah. and actually there was a record set here but and they'll have to they'll have to do a disclaimer probably yeah. every time. If that would be that would stink if this were the year you had a really good team to right. enter and like you would have probably gone away with mm-hmm. it, but then you'll just kind of have this asterisk of a wind. Yeah. It'll probably be that girl who always gets second place. Uh, Didi Genro. No, no, no not no. Didi. Uh, um, Ali Zirkel. Yeah, she. Yes, she came so close to winning so many times, mm-hmm. got like second, second, third, mm-hmm. eighth, ninth, right. tenth. Last year was kind of a hard finish. Um, but yeah, I know we everybody yeah, just wants wins, her to win. Yeah, and then she and, wins this year, and then like she has this huge asterisk on her. Yeah, yeah, but oh well, she's like the Tom Hanks of the Iditarod. Like everybody mm. loves her. She's America's oh. <laughs> sweetheart. <laughs> sure. Like they just want her to win so mm-hmm. bad. She's been through a lot. She was yeah. like attacked and right yeah didn't she um, lose a dog during that attack one of her dogs no, no. jeff king did he oh. jeff king and ali zirkel got attacked on the yukon river mm-hmm. like in 2015 or something right there was a yeah like a snow what do they call them ice machine hmm. instead of snowmobiles Snowmobile. okay 
there was an ice machine. The the guy that was driving it was drunk, and he mm. attacked him, ran right into him, and mm. busted up their sleds, killed one of Jeff's dogs, mm. and it was just a hard comeback. But mm-hmm. you know, they I don't know. I think Jeff actually didn't finish that race, but Allie did. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so many stories, yeah. Luke. So all right, Deb. So let's. So, so good. we have a kind of a. Uh, I will. I will do a little bit of regurgitating. See if you can see if I've picked this up right. All right. So there. This was an old trail, a trail that had been used, the Side yeah. Trail, way back. Yeah. And then at some point in time, there was diphtheria. Dip. Diff. Diff. Theria mm-hmm. outbreak in Anchorage. Nope, in, in Nome. Nome. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so because of that, they had to run serum from Anchorage to Nome. Yeah. And they used mushers. And then in the 70s, somebody's like, hey, yeah. nobody mushes anymore. We should start yeah. a race yeah. kind of along that same place that they used for that mm-hmm. famous uh, the medicine run. That was Joel Reddington Sr. And yes. it's like the famous Reddington family. They're mm-hmm. all mushers. They... Also, some other famous mushing families, the Mackies mm. and the CVs. Dallas mm-hmm. CV was the youngest one to ever win. He's I've won heard all f- those names. You mm-hmm. have. He's won four times, mm-hmm. and he's mushing this year. Oh, I'm excited good. to see if he'll get his fifth win, and he'll tie for the record of the most wins. So, Debbie, what is it that mm-hmm. what is it that makes your heart sing when it comes to the Iditarod? I think it's just that I have followed it so long. Like mm. I think. When did you start? When well, do you think you first really... In, like in college, mm. we, I did a... It was one of our practicums, like oh, one okay. of our experiences. We had to go to the Waterloo School District and um, they had this already prepared. Like, this is what you're going to do. You're going to talk about oh. the Iditarod. That was my first exposure to it. And then I just must have remembered that it was really fun. And I fit my very first year teaching mm-hmm. in March, I was like, I wonder when the Iditarod is. And just looked it up. I had a, I was like, we're mm-hmm. going to do this. I had all the kids pick a musher, and we followed them. That year, it was so super simple. Hmm. I just had them each put a, like, color a, a husky and put their name on it, the name of their musher. And every morning, we went and, like, moved the dogs in the mm. hallway. So you know where they were, yeah. To, like, who was ahead. And mm-hmm. that's literally all we did. Okay. And we did – I did that for four years. And then when I started teaching again after kids, I – Pick, well, when I got to third grade, I just picked it up again, mm-hmm. and now we do like a whole unit. We mm-hmm. read about it, we write about it. They have a journal um, mm-hmm. that they write every day about their musher and where they're at. And they, the coolest thing is, they follow it on um, GPS, like on the Iditarod site. You can right. actually subscribe track, yep. and track your runner, mm-hmm. and they show you real time where they're at. Mm-hmm. There's a GPS, and you can like follow them through the night. They are required to take breaks, mm-hmm. and so you're like, oh, this person's <laughs> resting. You know, all what's day. wrong? Why are they way back yeah. here? Oh, they're taking their rest. You mm-hmm. know, and you can just, you know, it changes so much who's ahead, and mm-hmm. it's fun. And so I think one of the things that makes it so fun for me is that these names just keep coming back. Mm-hmm. These same people and. Right. You just get to know them. They're like athletes, you right. know. Or, it's like the Patri- like the Patriots are always well, not this year, but yeah, the Patriots right. always win. You know, you kind of mm-hmm. have those families or those mushers. Like they're always in contention for yeah. a win, or they're it's always a think, possibility. Yeah, and it's it's fun to see. Oh, they won again. That's mm-hmm. great. But it's also just such an accomplishment. Mm, just I think to I yeah the the terrain of Alaska mm-hmm. is incredible. I yeah. was thinking about that tonight. It was probably my most favorite vacation that I've mm. ever been on is to go to Alaska mm-hmm. and 
and just the the land is beautiful. It's um, rugged. mountainous, mm-hmm. rugged, so cold. Mm-hmm. And you think about how they have to prepare for that and what they right. go through, and they're just so strong. Yeah, I re- did some reading on it, and they said that um, with wind chill on the trail, it can get to negative one hundred yeah. degrees Fahrenheit. Well, one hundred yeah. degrees below zero. Yeah, with and wind chill. The the weather is another character mm. in all of this. You've got blizzards that are coming in, and then when, like in normal years, when you hit the Yukon River, like that's so dangerous. Mm. And then you get by the coast, and sometimes if it's like been too warm, there's not great snow to mm-hmm. mush on, and right. like you, you, there's a whole area that you've got. Right. Oh, it can be too warm. That's right. Yeah, yeah, if there's not enough snow, there's a whole section of the trail where it can just knock them around mm-hmm. if there's not enough snow. So, yeah. in fact, they had to change the trail one year because there just had not been enough mm. snow and it would have been dangerous. Yeah. So Deb, I have a couple of couple more questions. Okay. First of all, <clears throat> who is your pick mm. to win this year? I think Dallas is my pick to win. Dallas Seavey? Mm-hmm. And why? Well, he has been mushing, just not in the Iditarod mm, for the okay. last few years. His last year, oh, was it like 2018 maybe? Was mm-hmm. I don't know that for sure. His last year... And he won, I think, but then he just took some time off because it was a little controversial. Mm. And I'm going to have to brush up on those details, like why? But mm-hmm. it, it was a little, I think he got, had, there was some controversy afterwards. He took mm. a break, but he was mushing uh, like mostly overseas mm. in Norway, maybe sure. that area. And I just think he's ready. Like, and it's a shorter, shorter trek this year. I think that he will be good. He also last year, like on the Iditarod site, if you, when you watch it live, Dallas followed. He was like the commentator. Mm. He was one oh, of the okay. commentators. So you probably listened to him, probably at some point. But I don't know. I just think he's a he's young. He's gonna. Mm-hmm. He's ready. He's been training. I think he's. Would gonna you say do he's fine. hungry for it? I think so. It's his return race. <laughs> I think he's so, gonna do well. A couple of things. Yeah. Uh, first of all, for all, all of you who are like, I just. I don't even know what they're talking about. They're throwing around <laughs> names. They're yeah. talking about what they've been doing. This is what we all have to endure anytime you talk about any sport we're not into. Right. So anytime right. you're like, man, I can just tell this year the Steelers won it. Like, I don't know anything about we the Steelers. We know nothing we about football. I mean, yeah, we just don't follow it. So anyway, mm-hmm. so you're getting your comeuppance during this idea to <laughs> talk. Um, but secondly, I think it's interesting how with technology, you can watch a ton of the race. Like yeah. before, you just kind of would get these sporadic updates. But now they've got like... Like live cameras set up at these very remote yep. locations, which is so interesting to me because it has to be satellite internet. Yeah. You know, you're saying about these remote locations, mm-hmm. um, but it is kind of also 
you can feel how it seems like just almost thrown together still a little bit mm. where you'll be watching a live feed and it'll just be like a live feed of a village in Alaska yeah. oh, and yeah. just like people walking around, around, kids running around, like you pick up weird conversations while they're waiting for mushers to come in. Yes. But it just kind of reminds you about how wild Alaska still is, oh, which yeah. is fun for me. So And small. Yeah. And small. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You go to these tiny villages and, yeah, and it looks like it's like 20 people live there. There's like three or four houses. <laughs> that's all there is to the whole probably place. Probably more. But, probably but, more. But it is true that there are some checkpoints that are uninhabited. Mm. There's literally just a cabin, mm-hmm. maybe, or right. you know, they go there just for this this mm-hmm. checkpoint, and then they just breeze on through. Most of the time, some of them are just breeze through checkpoints. Right. right. But yeah, you're right. It is fun, to, mm-hmm. really fun to see the the stops and the people. Okay, my dad. This is gonna be my last question. We could go on forever. Would you ever consider uh, racing in the ideal ride? <laughs> I'm so ill prepared to do that. <laughs> I mean, really. What 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 would be the skill? So let's do. I let's... have no dogs. I've never owned Wait, a hold dog. Hold on, hold on. We need to start. So so the training montage starts. And first of all, <laughs> what song is played during the training montage? <laughs> oh my gosh. Is it "You're the Best" from uh, from You're Karate the Kid? Best around. You're the best. No, I have I. I've never, I have no dogs. I've never owned a dog. <laughs> right. I never, never owned a dog, no, let, let alone I've, many dogs. I said which this, I was like, never have I ever taken a dog on a walk. Like, <laughs> literally, I've never done that. You've never been pulled along by a I dog, mean, maybe even with, a single dog. Yeah, maybe, I, I, I mean, I've been with someone else as they're walking their dog. Okay. So in the training That's montage, the we start with a cut of yeah, Deb, Deb starting gets a off. Dog. She, she's walking a chihuahua. <laughs> you know, is this the dog you take? No, no. Funny thing is they had to make a rule that you could only race with huskies. Because hmm, there was a person that tried to race with poodles. Ooh, I know. Just not built for no, it. No, isn't that sad? That's yeah. almost cruel. Probably just a lot of dead poodles in that oh, year. It's cruel. Um, no, Deb gets a dog. Deb um, moves Deb gets a dog. to Alaska because you would need to train in a spot that's mm-hmm. good. So go to Alaska for six yep. months. Okay. Um, Deb learns how to build a fire. Oh, yeah. Deb, Deb learns-, learns how to bed down for dogs. Yeah, yeah. I learn how to uh, make a camp, make a snow shelter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I There's mean, everything. I don't know a lot. Try to be best, cause you're only a man, and a man's got to learn to take it. Try to believe, though the going gets rough, that you got a hand tough to make it. History repeats itself. Try and you succeed. Never doubt that you're the one. We understand this sure. montage might be long, uh-huh. and it might be the whole movie is just the montage of Deb <laughs> yeah. getting ready yeah. to be able to race. But at uh-huh. the end of it, like, what are the things you bring to the table? Mm. Well, I know a lot about the idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, hmm, I've, I've heard of this trail. Maybe I should be careful around this spot. Or yeah, maybe, yeah. Uh, your knowledge. I could, um, like... Maybe say, you know, this ice looks thin. Mm. <laughs> Maybe let's not Deb, do pop, that. Pop quiz, hotshot. <laughs> how how thick of ice uh, is capable of holding you plus your uh, seven dogs? I don't know how many dogs are. On. Um, yeah, there can be anywhere from 
like 14 to yeah, I, I want to say is max. I think five is minimum. Yeah, I, I was gonna say eight, but I think it's even less. Yeah, I, if I remember right, I, I read they have to finish the race with at least five dogs attached okay. to their sled. Yeah, okay. No, I don't know what thin ice looks like. <laughs> I don't either. I don't know. We actually have some listeners, I think, who are avid outdoors people. Yeah. Outdoor oh, man. people. They would have a leg up on so many of these yeah, things. So they're if, like, if you've got, all those things I mentioned, they're like, If you've got any check, suggestions check. about like surviving in the winter mm-hmm. and harsh conditions, or if you've got suggestions about even knowing how, how thick of ice. I consider myself a person who really enjoys inclement weather, like yeah, snow. So, yeah. yeah. And listen, I'm a lifelong learner. Mm-hmm. I like to learn these things. Mm-hmm. I bring some determination. You sure do. And I can bring some grit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can. I can. Yeah. So, you absolutely. know. I'm there. All right. I Deb. love Alaska. So, so, Deb, what year What year will you be racing? Okay, I'm not going to race, oh, okay. but I might be like the teacher on the trail. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, they have a teacher. What do Maybe they drive? Maybe I should apply to do, do that. Do they drive from place to place or are they how do they get from place to place? Well, they yeah, they'll travel the whole tra- whole trail. They'll go to different checkpoints, you know, okay. but they'll fly them sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they'll put them on a snow machine. Maybe this podcast is your application Maybe for this teacher is, on yeah, the trail. Listen to how much I know. That's right. <laughs> she can talk in a mic. Yeah. You're throwing your future away at Diderod Media. <laughs> that would be fun. That would be fun. Yeah. Okay. Well, Deb, well, I think it is clear mm-hmm. that you uh, that you love the Iditarod. Yeah, I do. You really enjoy it. You've got a lot. We could be here all night talking about what you like about the Iditarod, but mm-hmm. I want to figure out how much you know about not necessarily the Iditarod, okay. but about things adjacent to the Iditarods. And we're going to do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're going to do that Dogs, here. Dogs, nothing. <laughs> You're messing up my intro. Okay, sorry. We are going to do that here in a section I like to call Quiz Me, Baby. (laughs) So, Deb, I I thought, well, okay, I could put together a quiz on the Iditarod, and of course you would do well, but I thought, you know, not all of us are Iditarod masters like you yeah, not all of us yeah. have taught about the iditarod for 10 years or whatever how many sure. years you've taught yeah. so what i thought is i would thought i would choose a topic that's very close to the iditarod mm. and maybe would spill a little bit into iditarod knowledge wow <laughs> so we'll see so mm, deb curious today i'm going to be quizzing you on Movies that feature oh. dog sleds or okay. or uh, yeah dog Huskies. sleds or yeah uh, dog sled racing okay um so the way I'm gonna do it is I've got <laughs> two different ways uh, for you to get points okay so there's ten questions with one bonus mm. you can get I'm going to play an audio clip of the movie okay if you can get the movie just based on the audio clip I'll mm. give you two points okay. If you can, if you can't get it with that, then I'll also read the plot synopsis minus a couple of key elements. Okay. And so, if you can get it after the plot synopsis, you get one point. And if you still can't get it after that, it's zero points for that question. Sure. Yeah. So I will say I've watched a lot of documentaries, mm. maybe not so many movies. Okay. So these, hopefully, uh, I will say some of these will definitely fall into. Maybe I may be. Might be giving you some hints there, but some of these do fall into what I felt like was the mid '90s, like do- mm. uh, like dog craze. Like sure. there was just like all these well dog- talking animals. Yeah, like, and that's yeah. That was just anyway. poor form. <laughs> all of these movies I ranked by their IMD oh. IMDb rating. Okay, so these early ones are rated pretty low on IMDb. <laughs> 
Oh, you know what I also want to add? You know who a famous person is that ran the Iditarod? Ooh, who? Gary Paulson. Oh, yeah. Gary Paulson. We could probably do a whole episode yeah. on Gary Paulson. Although I think I've only read one of his books, but it was very good. Author of The Hatchet, mm-hmm. Brian's Winter. Gary Paulson is the reason I have a hatchet in our car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the first year I ever taught the Iditarod and I was saw that he was on the list and so I picked him like for as my musher for a lot of years. He never won. Oh but he, but always, he ran. Did yeah. he finish? Yes. Yeah. He always got out there. Good it's, for it's, him. It's just like the award season. Just being nominated, just participating yeah. is an accomplishment. Oh my goodness, yes. Let's see if you can name this movie that is related mm-hmm. to sled dogs based on this audio clip. All right. <laughs> What's with Sasquatch? Zip your lip, that's Thunder Jack. They call him that because he got hit by thunder. Twice. <laughs> you can't get hit by thunder. Mm. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. I really don't know. Um, nothing. All right, so, so Deb, I am going to now read the plot synopsis okay. of this. And let's see if this gets you mm-hmm. any closer to guessing this movie. Okay. When a Miami dentist inherits a team of sled dogs, he's got to learn the trade or lose his pack to a crusty mountain man. Mm. Oh, was that Cuba Gooding Jr.? Uh, I will say yes, it yes. was. Yes, okay. Yeah, there is a, um, there is a, like, sled dog movie with Cuba Gooding Jr. in mm-hmm. it. Is it just sled dogs? Oh, Debbie, you are so close, but I'm going to give you a miss on this. Oh. It's Snow Dogs. Snow Dogs. I knew it was something just like simple yeah, like that. Snow Dogs, scoring only a 5.2 out of 10 on mm, IMDb. Sad. Cuba, Cuba, Cuba? Yeah, I think it is Cuba. Cuba Gooding yeah. Jr. I don't in know, though. Snow Dogs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Good try, Deb. Well, I'm glad I pulled out that. That's right. Gooding yeah, at, least, Jr. at least you got it. All right. Here we mm-hmm. go. Deb, question number two. Okay. See if you can redeem yourself. Over there, by that tree! I saw something! Uh, I was sure. There he is! It's a huge wolf! Run! Hey, guys! Hey, stop! I, I didn't mean to scare you! <laughs> I can tell just from the like the word, the voice, mm. that was a, like a talking dog situation, mm. wasn't it? Mm. Mm. Maybe. <laughs> I can tell. Is it... It's probably one of those like puppies, husky puppies, and they're all talking, but it's they're real dogs. <laughs> your, um, your disdain for this movie is evident. It's like I dripping know. in your voice. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, is this one called Snow Dogs? <laughs> the last one was called Snow Dogs. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Is this one called Sled Dogs? <laughs> no, you're so close, Deb. Yeah. <laughs> this one's called Snow Buddies. Snow Buddies. Let me yep. just read you the, the plot synopsis because yep. this is very important. Mm-hmm. Also scoring only a 5.2 at IMDb. Okay. In this spinoff of the Airbud franchise, yeah. mm-hmm. five pups fo- <laughs> follow an ice cream transport truck onto a plane Ugh. and end up flying with the ice cream shipment to Alaska. Oh, no. They find a pup friend and a boy who needs five dogs for a big race. <laughs> The, Maybe you should show your kids would they probably, probably actually would like it. Would it yeah, would like it. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, God. I mean, I just think that the Buddies franchise yeah. has employed so many young boy actors. Just think about like, <laughs> all, like you just have to have like seven different, slightly different boy sounding voices. Yeah. yeah, there's probably some girl puppies, don't you think? Oh yeah, oh yeah, you're probably mm-hmm. right. Yeah, a bunch of little boys and girls getting <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. Okay, Deb, you are... Uh... That's all right. That's all right. I'm okay. All right. Okay. But that totally makes sense that that's Snow Buddies. Snow that makes buddies, sense. Yeah. All right, Deb. Yeah. I, these aren't easy. No, they're not. No, but uh, you, you're you're giving it the old try. Here's number three. <laughs> she can't be dead. You did real good, girl. I'm proud of you. You rest now. Just rest. Win the race, boy. Your dog died winning it for you. Don't give up now. Oh, I think I have a good guess. Okay. Is it Stone Fox? Deb, you're correct. Nice. That's 1987 Stone Fox. It was a made-for-TV movie. Yeah, I've never seen it. I know that there was a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I recognize that story. Yeah, only a 6.1 out of 10 on IMDb. Mm-hmm. But uh, the boy, I don't know, did you recognize the boy's voice? You probably no. wouldn't. It's the same boy who played in the movie Flight of the Navigator. It's a oh. Disney movie. But mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, so the, the plot synopsis for that is Little Willie... Yep. Must win a dog sled race in order to save his grandfather's ranch. Mm-hmm. And I will say this: the the story Stone Fox is like one of the. It's a very heartbreaking story, it is. It and I is. won't spoil it for anybody. Well, I mean, we kind of did with that clip, but mm-hmm. but I will say, my teacher. I think it was maybe in third grade. Yeah, my teacher read it to me, and I just cried during class. I, I mean, know. just just cried. Oh, man, now I'm feeling so bad because my class is reading it right now. They are reading it right now. Yeah. Oh, they're gonna cry. So what I'm having them do is they're reading it chapter by chapter every mm. day. I have them read it's one a, more a short chapter. Read, yeah. yeah. And it's an, it's a good Easy third read. grade year yeah. read. Um, but I think I might read the last chapter to them. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. Yep. Ugh, Let you guys all experience that as a class. Mm-hmm. Have you done that before with them? Have they ever no, read it before? So the only other time I've done it, I've read it in small groups mm. with them. So we're reading it together. Oh, okay. But no, I've never had them just do it on their own. Yeah. But we, might, we talk might, about it every day. We might day. want to do that together. I think so. I That's think so. Okay. Deb, good job. That's two points. Good. Yeah, you got it. All right. On next the board. One. Let's go, Will. Whoa, whoa, what? What? What are, you, what are you doing? Ned! 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 What are you doing? Ned! Ned! What are you doing? Ned! 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 Training begins now. Ned! Ned! Ned, it's cold! Ned! 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 Mom! 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 Mom, please, it's cold! Mom! Was that the best clip you could get? <laughs> That's the thing. I so I got that clip, and like as I was trying to pick what clip I want, Ned. I Ned. know. I was like, in the script, it just says Ned ten times, then Mom ten times. I imagine. Okay, Deb. Based Why on why did you pick that one? I don't know. I just thought it was That's interesting. Funny. Okay, okay. So I think I have a guess. Um, right. I've never seen it, okay. but is it Iron Will? Deb, you're correct. That's Iron Will. Okay, I, it's a really popular one, yeah, and yeah. like it's got a great like cult following. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it like I don't know who the actor is in it, but uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. It's directed by Charles Hayde. Uh, Mackenzie Aston. Oh no, oh, okay. not a name I recognize. Okay. But. Anyway, uh, a brave young man is thrust into adulthood as he and his courageous team of sled dogs embark on a grueling and treacherous cross-country marathon. Oh, okay. that might be a good one for your class. Yeah, they would like it probably. Yeah. Someone mentioned it in class the other day, mm-hmm. and I thought, well, that's one I've never yeah. seen, but 
It was of our era. Yeah, I 1994. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Deb. Let's see. That's another two points. You're up to four points. Four. Deb, you're doing great. Thanks. All right. Next question. Come on, get out of here. Listen to me. Go, go, go. Go. Go on, go. Listen to me. Go. Get out of here. Go. Go on. Luke, what is happening? Get out of here. Oh, Luke, like again with these clips. I know. I was <laughs> that was one thing I was as I was looking through this, so I'm like, these movies aren't really known for their script writing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just interesting clip choice. Mm-hmm. Although I will say, in this one, it is maybe like it's a very pivotal point in this movie. Yeah. Um but actually mm. I don't think I know. All right. Well here's your do you want to move down to Yeah, the go plot? ahead and give me the All right. plot. Jack London's classic adventure story of the friendship developed between a Yukon gold hunter and a mixed dog wolf he rescues from the hands of a man who mistreats him. Now, that must have been the old one, because that was not Harrison Ford's voice in there, was it? Mm. Call of the Wild? Deb, that's incorrect. No. No, it's not. Oh, what was it? It is White Fang. Oh, yeah. Jack London. Mm-hmm. Who wrote Call of the Wild? I don't know, but it's Ooh, also... I don't know either. It's also might have been Jack London. Oh, <laughs> I could, I could be wrong. So. Um, starring... So, so the, what? White This Fang? is White Fang, starring oh. Ethan Hawke. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Spoilers for the 1991 movie White Fang, mm-hmm. but at that point in the movie, um, like he's like got this dog and he's done some like different things with it. And I don't, I don't know if there's really that much sledding involved with this. Mm. It's just him kind of living with this dog or whatever. Yeah. But he basically says like, he can't have that dog around. Like it's too dangerous or people are like very concerned because he's got a wolf with him or whatever. Oh. So he basically has to chase it away. It's kind of like the old yellow. He doesn't shoot it. Right. But I mean, he basically has to be like, after he like just falls in love with this dog and they have this great relationship, mm. he has to basically like, throw things at it like scare it away Aww. and get it to not follow him anymore it's a sad i can't imagine uh, deb also i'm sorry that's it's sad and it's also sad that you missed that i'm all right white white fang yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right all right deb i think you're at uh what are you at four four points on it yeah mm-hmm. oh, keep it up Thanks. all right <laughs> deb question number six okay come here this is a map of the yukon my son always reading adventure stories he's crazy about the news coming out of the Yukon it wasn't the gold he didn't care about that it was the mountains he spent all day looking at maps and, and pictures of the mountains dreaming about what was on the other side places no one had been wild places we could go hmm yeah then oh we- Harrison See what's out there. What do you think? Oh, that's sweet. I want to see that movie. Yeah. I want to see it on a big screen. Mm. Um, Call of the Wild. It is. Yeah, that is the 2020 
yeah. release of two, of Call of the Wild. There's been a lot of them because I think it is a Jack London book. Is it? Yeah. So the okay. plot synopsis is, it's very simple. A sled dog struggles for survival in the wilds of the Yukon. Mm. It focuses mostly on the dog. Harrison's oh. kind of a second, second, like it's not mostly about his character. It's mostly about the dog. Okay. So anyway. Cool. But they don't talk. So... There you go. The dog so, doesn't talk. No, the well, dog doesn't talk. Bonus. That, that, that well, bonus for Deb. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Deb, that's two more points. Six. Nice. Keep it up. Okay, Deb, question number seven. Okay. All right, follow me. I can lead you home. We don't need your help. Well, maybe we should listen to him. <laughs> well, uh, how would you get us home, Dave? Well, I, I marked the trail like this. Oh, yeah. I'll get us back. I'm the lead dog. I'm in charge. Then let me take back the medicine. They're getting sicker. (laughs) Touch that box, and I'll tear you apart. (laughs) Is this a uh, cartoon version of the story of Balto? Deb, you're correct. It is Balto. Yes, specifically the animated one. Yes. Yeah. An outcast husky risks his life with other sled dogs to prevent a deadly epidemic from ravaging Nome, Alaska. It's funny because someone in class today, I read them the story of Balto and Mm. someone was like, yeah, and then there was this other mean dog (laughs) and he wanted to lead the sled. And I was like, uh, and so I turned to the rest. I was like, yeah, sometimes they add things to Mm -hmm. stories (laughs) to make a movie, don't Mm -hmm. they? (laughs) So here's a couple of fun facts or Mm -hmm. fun facts. Mm -hmm. Deb, did you pick up the Balto who he's voiced by? No, it did sound a little familiar, though. It's Kevin Bacon. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, the the mean dog in the story, Deb, do you know who he's voiced by? I think he's, like, you will know Mm -hmm, him, mm -hmm. but I don't. It's Jim Cummings. Okay. So so something interesting, Balto, have you ever played uh, Seven Degrees of Kevin Bacon? Oh, yeah. Well. I mean, you understand the game. uh It's basically, can you connect two actors within Seven Degrees? Mm -hmm. This connection is a huge bridge for Seven Degrees of Kevin Bacon because- (laughs) Because uh, they were both in the same movie, yeah. and Jim Cummings has been in so many yes. movies. Like he just he does, he's he's uh, only a voice actor, yeah. But he's voiced tons of things. I think I've talked about this before. He's like he's Tigger, he's Pooh, he's in like every Disney movie, like in every Disney TV show. Yes. Like anyway, he's a big bridge. He's all over. Yeah, so well, that that makes sense. That mm-hmm. bridge with him and Kevin Bacon. That's yes. funny. Yes. So anyway, good job, Deb. That is the animated uh, movie Balto, Balto. 1995. We had mm. a lot of these, right? In the, okay, mid to early 90s, these yeah. sled dog movies or these Alaska movies. Yeah, it must have, well, it was a heyday for the Iditarod. I will say oh, okay. that. That like, And maybe, yeah, they just kind of went together. There were a lot of mushers that were paying to be in the race at that point. This year it's small, but mm, that's to be okay. expected, I think. All right. Good job, Deb. That's another, <laughs> that's another two points on the board. All right, eight. Okay. Number eight. (laughs) 
just think it's funny the amount of these clips that just have the same words said over the, and yeah, over all and of over the, again. I shouldn't say all of these, but almost all of these movies <laughs> are about like the tension and the spectacle of like man versus nature. Mm-hmm. And that's often because it's man versus nature. There's very little dialogue. Mm-hmm. It's just about like something happening, you know? And so yeah. half of half of your cast can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> so it does it does lead for a lot of one-sided conversations um i don't know this one mm. i don't that maya like that does not okay. sound familiar I, I will give you the plot synopsis okay. to see if that helps you all right brutal cold forces two antarctic explorers to leave their team of sled dogs behind as they fend for their survival yeah i don't know mm. it is starring paul walker the late paul walker oh it is okay. eight below yeah. Yeah, I think I did see that one. Mm-hmm. It's, I, yeah, it's, and I mean, mm, it, the, I the plot it. basically talks about it, but yeah, it's just yeah. this idea that, yeah, it, and in, most of the movie has no actors, just yeah. the dogs. And it's just the, you know, it's a team of sled dogs that are stranded in how do sled dogs survive in very, very cold temperatures. Mm. So it's a lot of just dogs running around. Kind of reminds me of, yeah. I mean, so this is a weird comparison, but did you ever watch the movie Milo and Otis? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, just that, like, it's just them filming kind of animals having adventures. Now, obviously, they don't voice over top of them or that, anything like Milo. I feel Otis. like Eight Below was more of a tragic, like, um, there's death, man yeah. against no, nature. No, because of. because the men just leave. The men oh. have to leave the dock. So, spoilers for the okay. uh, 2006 movie Eight Below. But the, uh, that guy, the dock, he falls in the ice, and he has to like be medevaced. They have to get him away, and there's this huge storm coming. Mm. So they leave the dogs chained up oh. and just leave. So oh. then the dogs eventually this break themselves different. yeah break okay. themselves loose and now it's just a pack of eight dogs trying Surviving. to survive and so okay. you just follow them and there is i think there is some doggy death okay so just be prepared <laughs> for that okay different movie than what yeah, i was thinking of all right all right all right no points still at there. eight still at eight okay that's all right deb let's see if you can get it back with this one okay it's official buddy you get your first time dinner on the dogs needed me and i needed them at the same time I feel I'm indebted to my dogs, and I'm going to do my best to pay them back for changing my life, basically. I believe we got a second chance at life for a reason. This is the reason. I think that is the story of Lance Mackey in the movie The Great Alone. Deb, you're correct. Such yes. a good movie. Yes, The Great Alone is, it's, a, it's an independent documentary yeah. that tells the inspiring comeback story mm-hmm. of the Iditarod champion, Lance Mackey. Yeah, I think he's won like four times and he's had health issues. Mm-hmm. His Did I mention that his family is like, everyone mushes. Yeah, yeah. So many of them are like famous mushers. They've won the Iditarod multiple times. And yeah, he had like cancer and he, it's just an incredible story. You should watch it. He just mushed in this, in the 2020 race, but like just for fun. And that was so just cool to see. Mm -hmm. You would hear stories of him just going through checkpoints and just talking to people, Mm. like not concerned about winning. And Mm -hmm. I just think that is cool. The stories and the conversations that you have. And he's like, he's a character. Mm -hmm. So he would have, he's real rough around the edges. He looks like, yeah. 
Um, it's sad, but in this last, he's not racing this year. Mm. I think because there was some controversy with his mm. race last year, something with maybe some steroids. Oh, so no. that's For him? sad. Yeah. No, you know what it was? He deals with so much pain mm. that he was using like pain meds, he, but like um, can medicinal like marijuana oh, or sure. something Some along sort of that line yeah. that like is would not have been approved but like mm, for him i'm right. like let him take it sure yeah. <laughs> i mean he's in so much pain mm-hmm. anyway yeah. it wasn't approved so i yep. think that he no, yeah. lost i can his, understand i think he lost his place yeah okay well anyway a good documentary nonetheless it is all right yeah. deb here is the last one of our normal questions okay. here let my pups are we to fear us now? He which hath no stomach to this fight, let him depart. His passport shall be made. We will not die in that dog's company. Old dogs forget, but he will remember with advantages the feats he did that day. Oh, yeah. I think I know. Is that Willem Dafoe? It is. Um, It is also the story of Balto, right? No. It's a very recent movie. Mm -hmm. It is very recent. And it's like very cinematically Mm -hmm. just like Mm -hmm. pleasant to watch. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. What story would it have been? Togo? Togo. Okay, Luke, you know how Balto and Togo are related. I know, know. yeah. So it's called Togo, right? It is called Togo, yeah. got it. So Deb, what's the significance of a dog called Togo? Well, he... Like he was the one that took the serum into Nome, mm. but a, Balto or, was. Balto was, but Togo was the one that ran most of the race. Correct. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's that controversy of mm. whether or not Togo should have been right. here, the heroine or the hero. Hero. Um, but Balto got it instead. Mm-hmm. The stretch that Gunnar took was about thirty some miles. Mm. He was only supposed, or no, fifty some miles. Mm. He was only supposed to do. Like thirty oh, of it, okay. but when he got to the last checkpoint, there was no no lights on. Mm. Nobody was there, so he's like, "I'm not stopping. Just, just keep going, and we're gonna keep going." And so they ended up doing two legs of the journey, which would have been like fifty some miles. Oh, okay, cool. All right, Deb. Yeah. yeah, that's two more points. I'll give that to you. Yeah, you. you yeah, yeah, you understand. I can understand how you get Togo and Balto. Okay. Yeah. 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 Thanks. I'll give it to you. All right. So does that put you up to ten points? Ten. Points. Ten points. All right, Deb. Uh, a chance to get a few extra points here. Okay. I uh, I included one uh, a movie that it, it talks that includes some things about uh, sled dogs, but probably isn't your cup of tea. But I'm, I mm-hmm. I would be impressed. If you would get this movie. So I put it as a bonus. So it's one. Okay. One yeah. movie. Here yeah. we go. I'm going to hide this tape when I'm finished. If none of us make it, at least there'll be some kind of record. The storm's been hitting us hard now for 48 hours. We still have nothing to go on. One other thing. I think it rips through your clothes when it takes you over. Windows found some shredded long johns, but the name tag was missing. They could be anybody's. Nobody, nobody trusts anybody now. We're all very tired. <laughs> I don't have any idea. Have no idea. Did you recognize uh-uh. the voice at all? Um, no. Okay, all right. Uh, I'll give you the description, see if you can get at least a point out of this. Okay. A research team in Antarctica is hunted by a shape-shifting alien Ooh. that assumes the appearance of its victims. Oh, that's scary and creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, I would watch it with you. Oh, this movie is... Is it uh, awful? Um, it's very, 
Uh, the yeah, this got some disturbing imagery. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> hey, but it's but it's uh, it's actually came out in 1982. Hmm. So the image, so it wouldn't be scary probably for modern day audiences. Yeah, but you'd be like, oh, it's just disturbing. Oh, okay. Anyway, I don't know. I have no idea. It is 1982's The Thing. Oh. Yeah. And so the the reason there's a huh. connection here, so I, this isn't really a spoiler for the movie, but the reason there's a connection here is that the movie begins with this like helicopter chasing a sled dog oh. and like shooting at it, somebody shooting at it from a helicopter. Well, anyway, the dog gets away and goes to this like this research place and it turns out the dog is like inhabited by this shape shifting alien, oh. and that's how it like starts to spread throughout the. It's huh. like yeah, and it's it is. It's very much like the movie Alien, mm. the very first one. It's like mm-hmm. this like they're kind of bottled in this research and they can't get out, but like slowly like they are being taken over by this alien that ends up looking like you. So you don't know who's the alien. You don't and who's know not. who to trust. Yeah, and so it is. It's kind of like oh, yeah. no, that actually sounds like my nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> it was the highest ranked of all of these. So this really? is yeah, this is IMDb's uh giving me some recommendations of movies that include sled dogs. <laughs> this is the highest ranked of all of them. <laughs> yeah, so followed closely by Togo. It's the highest yeah, ranked. Yeah, so. that was really good. I would recommend Togo and The Great Alone. Oh yeah. Very yeah. good. Yeah. And I think Togo's on Disney Plus. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think and great the great alone is on Amazon Prime oh, for free. Cool. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's also one. Uh, I, sh- I should have thrown it on there, but would you also recommend the one that talks about um, Allison? Um, no, not Allison. What's her name? The the gal who always comes in second. <laughs> I shouldn't call oh, her that. Oh, uh, I always. Why am I saying the wrong name? Allie Zirkel. Allie, not Allison. Mm-hmm. Maybe her name is Allison. Yeah, on Netflix there is a series called Losers. <laughs> yeah, and there is a an episode, an episode about Allie Zirkel, yeah. and that's yeah, you can find out a lot of information about her. And the I did a little bit too. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. There's an Iditarod podcast. They call it the I Did a Pod. You can listen to that. Yeah. Um, so those are some free ways, mm-hmm. I think, to get some information. But about if the you really want to get into it, Deb, what should you do? Go to Iditarod.com and subscribe. Yeah, there's you... there's really like cheap ways to subscribe. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially for educators, right? Oh no, oh, not okay. really. No, like no if you want to if you want to get the classroom oh. one, it's not too cheap but okay. i always save some of my money to pay mm-hmm. for it like yeah. we get money yeah. every year but yeah. anyway yep it's fun mm-hmm. it's it's great it's just a fun thing also for march yes and we're counting down to it it starts in three days uh yeah it starts the ceremonial start is on saturday okay so. yeah or whatever, however many days, four days. So yeah. anyway, hopefully this uh, podcast has excited everybody to follow the Iditarod this year. Yeah, yeah. I hope you uh, learned something. Yeah, yeah, learn something. Pick your winners. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Let me know who you pick to win. That's right, yeah. Nobody yeah, will. If, you've, uh, if, <laughs> if you uh, have any Iditarod uh, memories or anything to <laughs> yeah. share with us about the Iditarod, you can reach out to us on Facebook. You can mm-hmm. send us an email. You can leave us a voicemail at 61 air zero volts. Yep. Um, yeah. So thank you guys very much for listening tonight. Yeah. Hopefully you've enjoyed the this I did a podcast. Um, should we call it an I did a pod? No, I think that's <laughs> probably copyrighted. Copyrighted. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yes. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.